0: morning huddle with david
1: hurlpunt all right bottom of the hour we are making the turn here team off on the 10th editor mile high report here she is requesting this song i'm curious why Lori latimer volkman good morning how you doing (laughs) <laughs> I am doing awesome.
2: Thank you for my intro. <laughs> you got it. What was the
1: reason behind that? You just wanted a little attitude when you came on or was there a meaning? I was a little bit and the Heartbreakers last night for Halloween. Fantastic. So. Please tell me you posted some <laughs> pictures somewhere. There's one. There's one on on uh, Twitter. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great song. Every time I hear the song, come on, it's it, it's a great song. That's that's awesome. Lauren. I
2: love. I do love this song. I was always. I was a little more like, kind of. I liked the punk and the dance stuff in the '80s, but this song, you just can't go wrong with it. No, you can't. Loved her.
1: No, it's great. A great power chord song. Uh, I'm looking at Mile High Report on Twitter. I don't know if you do these tweets or someone else does it, but. Uh, last night it said, uh, I've got a wind-tattered Broncos flag that soon will be retired. What's the proper and respectful way to dispose of it? Did you
2: write that or someone on your staff? No, no that would definitely not have been me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was probably just place um, because he has been despondent over the Broncos lately. <laughs> Is he taking it worse than you are? Oh he's, yeah, Oh, yeah! I, everybody honestly is taking it worse than I am. I get really angry and hate it, and hate it when they lose, but I move on. <laughs> yeah,
1: you've got your hands full, you're teaching your mom, you've got your hands full, distractions right.
2: help. Um, it does, they do. What
1: do you make of this, Joe Flacco, has he taken his last snap as a Broncos quarterback? What do you make of this? I mean, post-game, he's... He's dissing the offense, and it, you know, very interestingly, he comes out. Uh, he's not playing next week. Hurt neck. So, what do you make of this whole Flacco situation, and is he done as the Broncos' quarterback?
2: Yeah. Well, I I should say I made a joke immediately on Twitter about it, you know, that it wasn't really a quote injury, right, and that the front office was mad about that press conference, right. But I, I so I should say I would, you know, that was. Total Twitter snark. Yes. I do think he's clearly injured. You don't, you you don't have those kinds of issues, and and then possibly IR if it's not an actual injury. Right. But I I'm quite sure that his comments were were a little eye popping among the the front office, mm-hmm. and then the coaches have had to answer to it all week, and I I think that's fair too. I mean I, I think the funny thing to me is it, it wasn't necessarily that his comments about an aggressive offense were were wrong. It was more, it's coming from the quarterback who gets sacked on every third down, who can't make a third down conversion half the time. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. who misses the, who doesn't see the open guy running across the field. So, you know, it seemed a little misplaced for him to be the one complaining about the offense. But I, to your second question, I think he, I think it's very likely he is done as a Bronco. I mean, I, even though they're saying that they're going to still decide yeah. um, about what, to, whether to IR him or, or keep him, I, it, you know, it doesn't look good if you're out five to six weeks and you're heading into week nine, that, that doesn't, what's he going to come back for week 15? Right. Right. <laughs> so, so I, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense whether they decide to do IR or not to bring him, to bring him back, especially for, for this season. And, you know, if if we're still losing by then or the record hasn't improved that much, it doesn't make sense to kind of put him in. If if we somehow go on a run here with our backups, then are yeah. <laughs> definitely not putting him in.
1: No, so, absolutely not. Looking at an article you wrote here uh, on milehighreport.com, new quarterback, a new opportunity. What kind of opportunities are we talking here, Lori?
2: Well, I think that the the hope, and it, it, it is a hope because who's, Nobody's really seen Brandon Allen really working in the offense, even Brandon Allen. Mm-hmm, <laughs> because, mm-hmm. You know, he's had a few snaps a week maybe. But the hope is that with his mobility, his kind of ability to, to move out of the pocket if necessary, will open things up and maybe allow him to extend the play. And, and that article in particular was focusing on, you know, maybe some of these receivers we haven't seen they have a chance. We'll, you know, be looking at um, maybe a little more to Noah Fan, a little more to Deshaun Hamilton. Hopefully, we still get some good work out of Cortland Sutton, who, sure. had, you know, clearly developed a nice chemistry with Joe Flacco. Uh, but when you have, you know, when you have a different quarterback, you you can't, you you don't change your offense completely, but you certainly have to change, you know, pick the plays that that fit their style. So mm-hmm. I think. I think we will see a little bit of a a change, and I imagine on Sunday we'll see probably a lot of Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. (laughs) Oh,
1: I would hope so, absolutely. Uh, another article you he wrote here, uh, Brandon Allen's mobility could be an X factor. Uh, how do you think that? You touched on a little bit, but how do you think that could affect the offensive game plan and in-game play calling there?
2: Well, I think I think what what you know when you're when you're going to be staring down Miles Garrett coming at you, mobility is going to be helpful. Yes, yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, um, and Olivier so Vernon. I, yeah, like I mean, I. I, I think it's pretty clear that when it's a, you know, when Brandon Allen's back there to pass, he's going to have to be looking to move, <laughs> given mm-hmm. the defense yes. we're facing. So, and and I think we're hoping, of course, that that ability at least is, um, a, I I don't know, if i, I do not sure we can qualify it as an advantage, but at least it gives us a little bit more opportunity than we we might have had with Flacco in that regard, in that part.
1: Gotcha. We're talking with Lori Latimer-Volkman. She's the editor of MileHighReport.com. Let's talk about the opponent for a second. They're not exactly having the season they envisioned either, 2-5, and five, talking about the Browns, their quarterback. Uh, seems to be a little, I don't know, hot-headed, uh, thin-skinned. What do you make of the uh, opponent this week coming into Denver and that quarterback in particular?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's probably tough when you're, when you're a guy like Baker Mayfield you've got you've got some swagger you got to come in as a rookie and and make a difference and so you sort of you know you couldn't you could really do no wrong if you didn't do well there there was nothing to lose I should say right. this year for him there's everything to lose because there's a lot of expectation now and uh when that didn't come together it you know it, it kind of showed that he couldn't handle it as well as maybe I'm sure Browns fans were hoping. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but I, this is the way I look when you're, when you're a two and six team, like we are, you really just need to focus on you. And there, I wouldn't be looking at anything as, with another team as, well, they're, they're two and four or two and five. And yeah. they're, you know, they their quarterback and their wide receiver have had some issues. <laughs> Those are the things that end up biting us in the behind. And we'll, you know, we'll get there on Sunday and, OBJ and Baker Mayfield will have a heyday. So we're going to have to just be playing, assuming that they can have the the greatest day that they could have, given the talent they have on their offense and their defense.
1: Are you the type of fan? Uh, I think I know the answer to this already. Uh, you're still rooting for victories, right? You're not rooting for losses to get I'm a better always, draft yes.
2: pick? i I do not believe in the tank. And part of that is, like, my I am in favor of, at some point, you like you you play even your inexperienced players to see what you've got, so you, I don't look at it as tanking, but you're you're not as worried about whether you lose because right. that's not your main goal but um I do the whole idea of like playing to lose or playing to get the draft pick like that is the worst approach in so many ways. it's a losing mentality, it doesn't send the right message to your locker room and. I mean if, if you even think about it as a person, who wants whoever goes out to play a game, whether it's pick up basketball or football or ping pong mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, I really just want to try to lose? Like, come yeah. on. Nobody nobody has that and I think when you have paid NFL players, you even though they're paid for this, they, they have pride. I mean, they are going to want to play their best and do their best. And I, I don't think you ever attempt in any way to say we're we're playing to lose you can play to not be as worried and have your you know put your young quarterback in there and put your rookies in there and see what you've got but never tank so
1: in the words of uh the great herm edwards you play to win the game hello (laughs) exactly (laughs) always that's a great one all right can they play well enough to win uh give me a prediction give me a score my friend
2: they absolutely can. I'm going to go with 2017
1: Broncos. All right, 2017 Broncos and and Brandon Allen does just enough to get the victory, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, and I'm going I'm going to throw <laughs> in a defensive touchdown there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> 20. It. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we totally do.
1: <laughs> Real quick, uh were you surprised Chris Harris was not traded?
2: No. I I mean, I I was I was a little nervous, but I wasn't surprised. I think um, in the end, John Elway knows that he really needs Chris Harris, even if it's just for this year. But, it, it you know, it holds that. The defense is the best thing we've got going. And um, if if we were going to trade him, he was going to have to get a ton for it, and yeah. nobody was really willing to do that. So I, I'm I'm not surprised, and I'm also thrilled. <laughs> of course you are. My friend, go, uh, go put that
1: costume back on. Enjoy it all weekend. Great talking to you. <laughs> I'll be rocking all week. That's great. Lori Latimer-Volkman. Thank you, my friend. She is the editor of milehighreport.com. Check out that website, Everything uh, Broncos. Come on back. One more short segment in the week. We're so glad you could join us here on the morning.